We are delighted to have each of you here this morning on Swamp Cabbage Sunday. Uh, things a little different, uh, but we're glad uh, that you are here. Just uh, appreciate Tara and Preston. They have put in many hours this weekend. It's a very bu busy weekend, um, and uh, they, they are very busy. I um, want to thank the group from St. Matt's yesterday. They also put in a long day with us. And we have another group here today, which we're delighted to have, and they're going to put in a long day today. Um, but uh, uh, as some of us would say, it's almost over. But uh, we're glad, we're glad that you're here. And I just want to say something, um, Brother Ron's prayer, um, as you go through this day, maybe you're at the park, maybe you're in our parking lot, maybe wherever you are, realize the Lord can use you in this day. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is to lead someone to him. But maybe it's just to share a Christian witness. Maybe it's just to share a word of encouragement. Uh, you just don't know how the Lord could use you this day. So put yourself in that position to say, Lord, use me today. And you might be surprised how the Lord uh, will use you. So there's a, little, a lot of opportunities out there today. Uh, yesterday we had a lot of opportunities, um, but uh, we, had a, we had a great time in the Lord. Uh, later this afternoon, maybe, I think they're going to crank up the ice, cream, uh, uh, the ice cream thing out there, ice cream for a dollar, you know, we, got, we just got multiple things going on. But, uh, and we're going to have food out at the, out at the uh, we're going to have plenty of food, and uh, so please come by, and it, it doesn't cost anything out there. Yeah, you know, fritters, it, we had plenty of food yesterday, but, uh, uh, um, you know, and then, you know, let me just kind of ease into this. You know, I, I shared with you, you know, that I am not a person that likes to walk a lot. You know, if I get 2,000, 3,000 steps, I'm done. The other night, Tuesday night, uh, we had night on the town, we had trail life, and I finally, about 8 o'clock, I went up to my daughter, and I said, look, I'm going home. I said, I have 7,200 steps, and I'm done. <laughs> well, yesterday, when I finally went home, I had 17,900 steps. Now, that's a record for me. I'm hoping I don't do that today, but I think it's going to be the same uh, today. But, you know, it's not going to hurt me. It, it's a good thing, but uh, it's not going to hurt me. But 17,000. I know some of you, you do that every day. Y'all do that every day. I know we've got some of these over here. I know some in the group yesterday got up at 5 in the morning and went running. Uh, but, uh, uh, and then we had the, what was the name of the race yesterday, uh, Jackson? Stomp, what? Swamp Stomp. Did you run? Oh, I hear a voice. Do you ran? Did, did Papa run? Rhonda did? Uh, Rawa did. Okay. And Mommy. The whole family. Wow. Okay. All right. This morning, I want you to take your Bibles and turn to the book of Revelation. Since I'm not going to do class tonight, I thought I'd do it this morning. Okay? How does that work? Amen? Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. 
You know, one of the things that I know Tara, Tara constantly reminds us, but I think sometimes, I, I, I think as Americans or Westerners, we, we have a harder time, but the importance of praising God or praising the Almighty, I think sometimes we forget how important that is. Praising the Almighty, realizing that He is the King of creation. And so, in your Bibles, in Revelation chapter 4, I'm going to begin reading in verse 1. Now, just to give you a little setting um, uh, before I do that, we have John, who's on the Isle of Patmos. He had been put there as a punishment, but God was using that. Up to this point, John was telling us about the seven churches in Asia Minor. But now, John was getting ready to reveal something that I don't even think he knew was coming. But the angel of the Lord, God himself, the angel of the Lord came and now was getting ready to show him something that I I believe blew his mind. Okay, Now, have you ever looked at something on ground level? And then maybe have the opportunity to get in a plane or get up and where you could see it up above, get, a, get an air view. And sometimes when you're able to do that, it changes your whole thought on something because now you saw it ground level and now you saw it up above. Well, think about what we're reading here as now John is revealing to us a view from above. Okay? Chapter 4, verse 1. After this, I looked, and there in heaven was an open door. The first voice that I heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. Immediately, I was in the Spirit, and there was a throne in heaven, and someone was seated on it. The one seated there had the appearance of jasper and cornelian stone, a rainbow that had appearance of an emerald surrounded the throne. And after the throne were 24 thrones, and on the thrones sat 24 elders dressed in white clothes with golden crowns on their heads. Flashes of lightning and rumblings and pearls of thunder came from the throne. Seventy fiery torches were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Something like a sea of glass, similar to crystal, was also before the throne. Four living creatures covered with eyes in front and in back, were around the throne on each side. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like an ox. The third living creature had a face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings. They were covered with eyes around the inside. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, 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 Lord God the Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to the one seated on the throne, 
the one who lives forever and ever. The 24 elders fall down before the one seated on the throne and worship the one who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne and say, Our Lord and our God, you are worthy to receive glory and honor and power because you have created all things and by your will. And by your will, they exist and were created. I just want us to pause just for a moment before I continue in the sermon. Let's just pause and, 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 and go to the Lord. Lord, right now, Lord, we come to you. We come to you, Lord, as we take this passage of Scripture. And Lord, as we try to digest, as we try to comprehend this picture that your servant John as you revealed it to him, and today as it is revealed to us, Lord, make, may it make us stop and realize who you are. How we should always be willing to give praise to the Almighty. That you are the King of creation. And now, Lord, you are showing us something that many times we, we just say, well, we don't understand. But at the same time, Lord, may we realize that you are holy, holy, holy. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. Lord, we ask this in your son's name. Amen. This morning, I know, as we look at this passage of Scripture, again, we need to be reminded that here was John. John was invited to come up to this place and, and hear this, have this revealed to him. You might say, again, God was giving, God was giving John a different perspective of, of what some believe what heaven will look like. And the throne and God himself. I always like sometimes, you know, when you're working with children, to give them a piece of paper and, and a crayon, pencil, it doesn't matter, and, and ask them to draw a picture of God. And, and, and most times, you know, they're going to draw a picture. Some of them are going to have, have God with long hair and some short, and some have him with a pudgy face, and some have him with a, you know. And, and I just like to see what is in their mind and what they're thinking who God is. But this morning, as we look at this passage of Scripture, I want us to, to, to see here that God, through His servant, has given us a view that, yes, it's hard to comprehend, it's, it's hard to, to understand, but here we need to see that John is getting that glimpse of heaven and giving us a view from above. When we think of our Lord, I don't know what comes to mind. When we think of our God, when we think of our Lord, I don't know what comes to mind. But some of you will remember in your readings a lady named Corrie Ten Boom. If you're not familiar with her, she was a lady that lived during the time of Nazi Germany. And she was compassionate of hiding the Jews from the Nazis. She did all that she could to, to help the Jews who were being persecuted right and left by the Nazi regime. Finally, she was arrested for what 
she was committed to do. And someone asked her about God and, and heaven, and, and this is what she said. She said, you got to realize there is no panic in heaven. God has no problems. God only has plans. I think again this morning we find that John is revealing to us, as it was revealed to him, God's plan for this earth. God's plan for us. I don't know about you, but, you know, in our lives today, it, it seems, and I don't want to judge, it just seems that a lot of people are living their lives without a plan. You understand what I'm saying? I think a lot of times people are living, they're, we use the word, they're clueless. They don't know what to do in their lives. They're, they're, they're turned upside down. They're not sure. They're, they're hurt. They're upset. All these emotions. I want you to know that not only does God have a plan for this world, God has a plan for you. You know, and sometimes you say, well, preacher, I messed up the plan. Hey, haven't we all? Haven't we all messed up in our life? Haven't we all been a time when we were doing something and, and we messed up? But let me tell you, that doesn't, that doesn't stop in the sense that God has a plan and we can come back to that. God allows us. And so this morning as we look at this, I think one of the things that God is trying to show John is that we need to be reminded that our God is king over all things. Amen? He is king over all things. You know, we see these leaders in these foreign countries. Some of these kings are dictators or tyrants or whatever we call them. And they have these palaces, and they have all these possessions, and, and, and they look at themselves, and look at themselves as high, and, you know, in the sense of, look at me, look what I have. But they forget. Our God is king over all things. And there will be a day. They won't be in those nice palaces anymore. They won't be ruling like they think. I want us to see this morning that God is king over all things. And as we think about that, here we find that God, you know, Christ had commanded John to, to, to write these things. And now to show him these things. And so we see that, that, that he is king over all things. And one of the first things I want us to see, that the plan of God de demands our praise. We need to praise him because he has a plan. There in verse 4, it says, after this, talking about the seven churches in Asia Minor, after I've showed you all this, I looked and there in heaven was an open door. You see, God has a plan. He said, after all that, now there's a plan and there's a door, an open door. I want us to see that God is providing for us with an open door and, and, a, and a way and an opportunity, and most importantly, to give him praise. 
And so as we think about that, I want us to realize this morning that God demands our praise. Is he worthy to be praised? You would say, sure, Brother Frank. But do we praise him? You think, well, Miss Tara makes us sing that song, praise him, praise him. Well, do you think, is that, okay, we check that box. We sang that song, I'm praising him. But what does it mean to praise him? Also, we need to, to realize that the person of God, who he is, demands our praise. Look at verse 2. It says, immediately, this is John saying, immediately I was in the Spirit, and there was a throne in heaven, and someone was seated on it. And the one seated there had an appearance of jasper and cornelian stone, a rainbow had the appearance of an emerald surrounding the throne. Here again, you, you look at that. You think about that. If that doesn't make a stop and say, Lord, I praise you for who you are, it demands our praise. Now, something I didn't always put together, but that jasper, some translations use the word, the stones, jasper, the jasper I knew. And then the Cornelian stone, both of those stones are red. Both of those stones are red. And, 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 and here's the interesting thing. These stones were in the breastplate of the high priest. But again, just thinking of the significance, just thinking of the position, just thinking of that situation should cause us to stop and, and to give him praise. But then when you think of the stone jasper, it represents majesty. It represents holiness. It represents purity. And the Cornelian stone represents wrath and represents judgment. You see, this morning, the person of God demands our praise. But also this morning, think of the privileges of God demands our praise. The privileges as a child of God. Do we realize what we have? Do you realize what you have through God? Do you realize what you have through Jesus Christ? Do we as children of God today realize the privilege? I know sometimes I hear people say, well... I can't do this, and I can't do that, I can't do this. Well, thank God you can't do those. But you know what? As a child of God, what can you praise him for? Eternal life? A home with him all eternity? You, you, you think about that in heaven, there's no more sickness, there's no more pain. You think of those things. The privilege of God demands our praise. And sometimes I think we forget that. We overlook that. We, we just say, well, you know, God is God. Let's not generalize God. But we also need to see this morning the power of God demands our praise. There in verse 5 it says, look what John recorded, flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder came from the throne. Seventy 
Seven fiery torches were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Again, describing and showing us and revealing to us that power of God. But also this morning, as we think about praising God, praising our Almighty, I also want us to realize the importance of praising God because He is holy in nature. In verses 6 through 8, you will see where the creatures show his holiness. Now, again, up there, yes, in verse 6, it says, Something like a sea of glass, similar to a crystal, was also before the throne. Again, giving us a picture of, of the, even the creatures of this earth show his holiness. But also how the creatures will tell of his holy. Look at verse 8. Each of the four living creatures had six wings. They were covered with eyes around inside. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy. Isn't it amazing how many times in the Bible we find how God has used nature to proclaim his holiness. I mean, it's more than we realize. We need to see how God has used nature to proclaim. And it's kind of like nature realizes it. Nature sees it. And here we are, quote, unquote, more intelligent. But do we see it? Do we see his holiness? This morning we sang a hymn that is very familiar to us. And it's one that almost is too familiar because we sing, well, that's the Baptist song. You know, I got to tell you, Methodists sing that too, okay? But, uh, um, and, and for years, that was the first hymn in the hymnal. So it was kind of like, well, you got to sing that, you know. But you think of that song, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Early in the morning, our song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons. Blessed Trinity. You know, early in the morning our song shall rise. to Every morning we should get up and give praise to God. Every moment of the day we should give praise to Him. It says, holy, 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 all the saints adore Thee, casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Cherubims and seraphims falling down before Thee, which were and ought and ever shall be. Even the creatures, even the creations, even those things were giving praise. Holy, holy, holy. Though the darkness hides thee, though the eye of sinful man thy glory may not see, only thou art holy, and there is none beside thee. Perfect in power and love and purity. Holy, holy, holy Lord God. All thy work shall praise thy name in earth and in sky and in sea. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. We just need to realize and see the importance. But we also need to praise him because he created everything that existed. 
everything that created. Look at verse 9. Whatever the, whatever the living creature give, give glory, honor, and thanks to the one seated on the throne. You see, he, he showed him who believes, who is worthy of worship. God is worthy of worship, but everyone should worship him. He also tells him, you believe he is worthy, that we should believe that he is worthy. There in verse 11, it says, Our Lord, our, our God, you are worthy to receive glory and honor and power. Or Do we believe that today? Do we believe that today? You are worthy to receive glory and honor and power because you have created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. You see, that's why this morning we need to go out at the beautiful day we had yesterday, the beautiful day that we have today. We need to praise God. He is almighty, isn't he? We need to praise God in all things. Because I believe when we are willing to praise him and allow ourselves to see God in this light, the only thing we would want to do is to get on our knees and praise him. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. For your love, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to praise you. I pray, pray, Lord, that today, in this moment, that we would use this time to praise you because you are holy. We thank you in your son's name. Amen.